0: Hello and welcome to Three Words, a bite-sized podcast about the significant and yet strategic choices that you can make in order to become the very best version of yourself. My name is Dr. Michael Brown. I am the host of Three Words, and I'm excited and quite honestly, a little nervous about this particular episode. The Three Words for today I have here with me in the studio, socially distanced, of course, my oldest son, Justin Michael Brown, and Justin you win. You have been asking to engage in this three-word conversation, quite honestly, for a couple years now, and I have been resistant. And so why don't you take a moment and share with our listeners, with our viewers, what are our very unique three words for today?
1: Yes, Dad, a little different than probably we would normally have on this podcast. Today's three words are get your colonoscopy. And as you had mentioned, it's interesting. I'd, I'd been recommending for quite some time that we have this conversation and you finally agreed and I'm so glad. But similarly, I'd been recommending for quite some time that you undergo colon cancer screening and you had finally agreed to that as well. So talk to me a little bit well, about that decision. Well, I
0: was postponing that <laughs>
1: because obviously I think recommendations at some point were at 40 that we should have colon screening is that correct there's a variety of different uh, guidelines and recommendations in okay. regards to the timeline and risk level
0: well and here i am at 51 years old and sure. i know as i crossed that 50 yard line you were like for sure dad for sure you need to get a colonoscopy particularly since my mother died of ovarian cancer mm-hmm. and there's cancer in my family and and so i think it'd be important to do that you were saying and i was like i'm gonna wait for the day when there's some other procedure some other method to actually screen and Thankfully, Colaguard came out with a, an opportunity where I could just send a sample, I won't go into details, a sample through the mail to actually see if by chance I have any kind of genetic markers or genetic uh, predisposition toward colon cancer. And But I think what was interesting about this conversation was this notion, and I felt it, I'm a life coach, I teach this and travel and speak about this all the time, proactive choices, hmm. Versus reactive choices because obviously if I was experiencing pain or discomfort or some kind of symptoms I would I think be wise enough to go to the doctor and you were encouraging not just dad reactive
1: choices But proactive choices and so I did definitely and I think in the context of medicine in particular There are several different types of cancer that can be brewing underneath Mm -hmm. the surface With no symptoms, even in the context of colon cancer, sometimes people can have no symptoms at all while this colon cancer is developing inside of them, or they can get something as subtle as, oh, I've just been more tired recently, or Mm. "I'm, I'm losing some weight. So the idea of, oh, well, when I have symptoms, I'll be reactive, by then it could be, for some individuals, too late and and the approach of in terms of medical screening for colon cancer, for cervical cancer, breast cancer, lung cancer, that there are guidelines that the purpose of those guidelines is to be proactive. Yes. And to evaluate might I be developing cancer that I don't even know about.
0: Well, even apart from the cancer screening, right. there's so many things that we can be doing in the physical dimension of our life to to make proactive choices, to screen, to be on top of it, not just wait until the last minute to do something. And I think it goes back to this notion that we always talk about here on Three Words is, who do we want to be Hmm. at the end of our lives? And particularly in regards to this conversation, the conversation is not just who we want to be at the end of our lives, but do we actually want to be here at the end of our lives? And just yesterday, my first grandson was born. Noah Kane Thompson, my very first grandson, born to Lauren, my son-in-law, Dylan, and I am just so excited. In fact, we've been teasing with Lauren and Dylan for some time that I look forward to being 85 years old and climbing trees with my grandkids. Mm -hmm. Now, Lauren has been very clear. I'm not going to be putting uh, Noah on my back and climbing any trees anytime soon, but the point is I look forward to meeting my grandkids. Mm -hmm. I look forward to having the energy And the stamina and the health Hmm. as best as I can control. Of course, there's so many things out of our control, but the things I can control, the proactive choices I can make to be able to to live a long life. But not just live, but be alive and Hmm. to be active and to be with my grandkids and my children, my nine children and their families and friends. And and so I want to be proactive. And yet, I'll be honest. Uh, it felt a little scary. Mm. It felt a little uncomfortable. And so I think with all uncomfortable and scary decisions, regardless of the dimension of our lives, we tend to
1: engage in denial Mm. or avoidance. Right. The way that I would think about this is that some of the healthiest choices we can make in life are those that we would often rather debate or delay, or decline. So Mm -hmm. in the context of, for example, colon cancer screening, to debate that you would say, "Uh, I don't know if I really need a colonoscopy, or why right now, or how is it really that important? You could debate it. Additionally, you could delay it. You could do your approach and say, okay, (laughs) 50 is the recommendation, but I might wait till 52, 53, and we put things off that, that are so important and healthy for us. Or finally, that we would decline, that we would say, you know what, I know this is important, but I don't want to do it. It's too uncomfortable. I don't want to think about it. I don't want to talk about it. I don't want to go through the the prep that's required for it or the surgery or whatever the dimension of life that we're talking about. Some of the most healthy choices we can make can be really uncomfortable. Well, and I think you just said it. The fact that I ignore it
0: and the fact that I delay it or the fact that I just turn away and pretend it isn't there Hmm. doesn't make it less real. Hmm. See, reality and I say this all the time, reality is your friend. Hmm. Why would we not want to live in reality? Because at times it's easier just to pretend that it's not true or to pretend that this particular challenge is not real. And that could be true in relationships. right? That could be true in my physical health. Of course, that could be true in my professional dimension of my life and, and really telling myself that I'm farther along than I am hmm. or that I'm competent and have the proficiencies that I need to take that next step in the yeah. professional world without actually saying, you know what? I need to do this. Yeah, um, I am not going to deny that I need some help. I'm not going to deny that I need some development. I'm not going to avoid something that might be scary and uncomfortable because even as life coaches and even as we talk with clients and as we engage in these conversations all the time, it is the challenging situations. It is the scary situations. It is even, quite honestly, those crisis situations mm-hmm. that help us become the best
1: version of ourselves, and yet we avoid them because it- – is, let's be honest, uncomfortable. Definitely, and Dad, we talk a lot about choices on this podcast, and I believe that there are choices that each of us are making today in in our day-to-day lives and all the various dimensions of our lives, that whether we like to think about it or address it or not, they're hurting us. Mm. And in a similar way that, that colon cancer could hurt us and be brewing under the surface. You know, what are the odds that in the professional dimension of my life, in the relational dimension of my life, the financial or spiritual dimensions of my life, that I am making choices that are killing me, hmm. that are hurting my relationships, my professional prospects in the future, my my different career opportunities that I'll have. What are the odds that I'm making choices in those various categories that are actually hurting me?
0: Well, and then if we can use the, the, the notion of cancer, if there's cancer present... In any of those 12 dimensions Hmm. of our lives, we want to cut it out. We want to deal with it. But obviously, if if when that cancer, if I can use the metaphor, the cancer in those 12 dimensions, once it emerges, people will typically deal with it. They'll face it. They'll be tenacious. They'll tackle it. And yet, how much easier it would have been Hmm. had we taken time on the front end in advance in a very proactive way, not just reactive, Once it's there in front of us, glaring, but actually in advance, beforehand, how much more progress, how much more effective would that be? And yet, we have to be mindful. Hmm. We have to be present. We have to be pausing regularly to actually evaluate our physical health. Um, We talk about even the emotional dimension. I try to every single day, at least once, take my emotional temperature Hmm. where I just pause and say, okay. How am I doing emotionally? Yeah. It might only take three or four minutes, but I want to just pause proactively before I'm feeling, you know, anger or rage or frustration build up inside of me, but to say, you know what? I think there's a little bit of a something going on there that I
1: want to deal with and, and I want to do so proactively mm. and not just react. Yeah, you know, that sounds like a great daily practice. I know for me, I have a monthly practice where okay. speaking of the 12 dimensions of life that every month at the beginning of the month, I'll sit down and I'll make a list of goals or priorities in each of the 12 dimensions of life. And I like to, to sit down and journal and think about how am I doing in mm. each of these dimensions? Is there any choice I'm making in the financial dimension that's hurting me right now, mm. in the physical dimension that is hurting me right now. Additionally, you know, we talk a lot about this idea of personal mission statements and funeral journals. Every month at the beginning of the month, I'll read my personal mission statement, I'll read my funeral journal, and I'll read my wedding vows. And I'll reflect on all of these at the beginning of the month and think about, am I today the person I want to be becoming? And what are the choices in the various dimensions of life that can help me to become that very person today?
0: And that is what a colonoscopy accomplishes. Mm -hmm. It actually goes through if I can be, you know, detailed goes through your colon, exploring right. and looking and asking the questions. What's here? What needs to be removed? Is there health? Is there unhealth? Is there anything foreign? Right. Is there anything that shouldn't be there? And in many ways, what you're, you're describing as we have this conversation about having a colonoscopy is that in many ways we do a colonoscopy, an exploration, a journey, asking the questions, looking around in all 12 dimensions of mm. our life. It, it, you know, it, it just came to me, obviously, we having this conversation. It's a fantastic choice. It's a fantastic decision to be making on a regular
1: basis for you monthly. Right. And I think there's a lot to be learned from you. Son. Mm. In medicine, we talk about the three different kind of uh, phases of prevention. So primary prevention is when you're just making good choices in the first place. So let's talk about, say, the relational dimension. Primary prevention of... Hurting my marriage is going to be investing regularly in that marriage. Um, secondary prevention is when you are exploring and investigating. Are there any problems here that I'm not aware of? Maybe having, uh, you know, a conversation with your spouse and saying, how are we doing in these different mm-hmm. areas? And then tertiary prevention we talk about is when there's already a disease, there's already a problem. How do we prevent it from getting worse? Uh, which in the context of a relationship, again, you know, what does it look like if, if in a marriage, if there's challenges, if there's disease in the marriage, what does it look like to be able to engage in? Okay. How are we going to prevent this from getting worse? So mm-hmm. as I think about this idea of medical prevention, but also proactivity in all the various dimensions of life, there's a lot of different ways, if we think about it and are creative, sure. that you and I can be proactive to make sure that that we're identifying disease in our lives, that we're preventing disease in our lives, and we're preventing any diseases that exist from getting worse. In all the dimensions of our lives. Of course.
0: And obviously you're in the 20, you're in your 20s, I'm in my 50s, there's Mm. several listeners that are in their 30s and 40s, and we have a wide variety of those who tune into this podcast. So I guess, just as we wrap up, there would be this encouragement that we would, depending on your season of life and where you are and the variety of the dimensions of your life, that you would be proactive. Mm that you would acknowledge and do some deep uh, consideration of the notion that reality is your friend and that we would begin to wonder, not just wonder, but actually ask the question intentionally. What are proactive decisions that we can make in order to become the better versions of ourselves? And obviously to live a long life would be awesome, but also the life that we're living now would be full And we'd feel alive Mm -hmm. because we have, (laughs) to use your phrase, we have chosen to get a colonoscopy in all the dimensions of our life. For life coaching, consulting services, or to hire a keynote speaker, please visit dmbcoaching.com.